Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Roldorf Cafe podcast. This is a watch industry discussion by two watchmakers hidden in the bowels of the Bentall Centre in Vancouver, British Columbia. Thank you for tuning in and we really hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Roldorf Cafe. I'm Jason and... Oh, am I? Is this my cue? It's your cue. <laughs> I'm Howie. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in today, this morning, this evening, whatever it is for you, lovely people out there yeah. in podcast land. It's so. good. We're, it seems like we're back in the saddle. We're we're doing another one. right three in a row. It's three in a row. This is this is uh, really good. Yeah, it's good. Well, yeah. there's always lots to talk about. You know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Okay. Well, we our big topic is uh, uh, a little ramble on... Uh, contrefer. Contrefer. Yeah. Counterfeit watches. Counterfeit. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's do a wrist check. Are you wearing a watch? Sure am. Excellent. How about you? No. Okay. I've got it next to me, actually. Here. Oh. I've got it right over here. Nice. Is it on time? Um, according to the master clock... In here, yes. Is the master is. clock on time? Uh, th- that might be well, a little according bit more to dodgy. My watch, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about your date? I don't have a date on this one. No date. No. Neither do I. Good. Excellent. So what we've done the it? wrist check. But how do we? <laughs> <laughs> how do we know what day it is? <laughs> well, I know it's my Friday right now, so mm. uh, so so, that, so that's good. Yes, it's my Thursday. It is because you're going fly fishing tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna yeah we're gonna take uh, go go on one of these uh, one of these trips into the wilderness and uh, over the weekend uh, get we, we decided to leave to get up there on Friday just just to make sure as it is in right. the, we are in the middle of summer and uh, people like to go camping but I just want to make sure I can find a space yeah for sure especially before it starts to get really hot and like smoky yeah because it probably will in Vancouver yeah no we've been very very lucky I think uh, this year right well um, we had lots of rain last week that was good yeah cool. yeah even last night yeah it was fantastic oh, so nice. I love yeah. It. yeah I love it Vancouver smells so great after right rain. after it's oh. right after it's raining, or right right as it starts raining. Yeah, and, and the kinda... soil's dry. Yeah. Oh, I love that about Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver's an awesome place. Come and visit us, everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're here, yeah. I mean, we don't really see outside Vancouver where we are. This is kind of under. We're underground, so it could be snowing outside. I don't know. Yeah. It could be, you know, whatever. But we haven't felt here, we haven't felt any earthquakes. Like no, that that happened. I I never felt any no. of that stuff. So, oh. so that that that's good. Hopefully, there's no more. Yeah, hopefully. Those, but know, I mean, we are in an earthquake zone. We are in an earthquake zone. Yeah, cool. Do you do you have an earthquake pack? Um, no, and I really should have. One. Yeah. Well, I, you told me you have like uh, like about four days. Yeah, so I'll come over to your house uh, where I can I can probably stretch it out to six if we if we ration a little. Um, yeah, I have a little bit of water there too. Yeah, I guess I should. Yeah, well, you know, shoulds, lots of shoulds. Yeah. So what else? What else are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, let's. How did we go for for watches? I think we should we sure. should talk uh, talk about that just uh, just a little bit. Yeah, sure. I worked on a uh, I've worked on a Russian watch actually, a nice Seconda, which was really 
really nice. The it's old Seconda. Yeah, the old Seconda. You know, they, they don't make it like the Swiss, those Russians. No. Way better. What I find re- what I find really interesting is that we actually see Seconda here in Vancouver because mm. that, that was something that, that is definitely uh, more... I wouldn't... Uh, well, I use European uh, as a European brand. Right. But it was never anything that really got out to North America. So the only, the only time that you see Seconda, yeah. I think, is through expats here where they bought their watches oh, yeah. over in the UK. My dad used to actually be a Seconda agent. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you still have some? Way back. No, no, no. Not, n- not when he was here, but before we oh. came out to uh, oh, Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Seconda and Accurist were, were major competitors. Okay. And uh, yeah, just the Accurist had the edge because I think they, because they used John Cleese for their... Um, they did. Yeah, yeah. For their that's, marketing. That's a lockdown right there. Yeah. 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 So how was that watch? It was How did you enjoy it? I, you know, I liked it. It's so, it was so 70s. It was like this big, huge case, probably 43 millimeters big and then a very small dial like a regular like 30 millimeter dial so this huge case and then this like brushed finish and like the very 70s raised markers and it was a it was a blue dial that had faded to that gold flaky oh yeah kind of like yeah, that yeah. Hoyer that, that Hoyer yeah wasn't that fantastic so it, it was like that you know it wasn't working so I just serviced it and cleaned it up put a new mainspring and you know it's not a chronometer no but it's working good yeah yeah, yeah, they built like tanks, yeah. Russian tanks. Solid, it's a solid actually, watch. That, yeah. that 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 was the thing, yeah. and I think that's that's generally the thing about Russian watches. They are really solid. utilitarian and, and solid. The, well, even like the 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 clones that they have, like the seventy seven thirty three clone, is like the thirty one thirty three oh one or something. The 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 mm-hmm. shot, whatever. It's it's exactly like the the 7733 but it's just bigger it's heftier the parts are thicker mm-hmm. it's more solid right but you can't exchange it doesn't you can't switch out parts or anything like that no if it's in different size case yeah. but yeah. it's exactly the same design but just thick just heavier beefier mm-hmm. which is fine yeah yeah uh, is seconda even around anymore i i, uh, I, I yeah, really I, don't know i think they make i think that i've seen newer seconda like quartz mm-hmm. and stuff i don't think they do any mechanical bit out of it from from that kind of market in the uk so i don't yeah. i don't really know but yeah i see the music on it yeah but who knows who who, who owns it now or, or yeah I what's wonder. going on with it i don't know i haven't looked it's probably lots of fake secondas out there i hadn't thought about seconda in years until till an expat came in and, and and brought one in and i was like yeah i know exactly where that came from that's just bizarre the bizarre thing seeing watches like that all the way over right. over here in vancouver Right, but we're metropolitan. We're we're Canada. We're we're we're, we're a melting pot. We of are watches. Yeah, yes, it's brilliant. Yeah. Stuff. So what? Oh, and then you had that Omega. You've been you've been. Yeah, I'm still on, on that. Uh, that one's in, in pieces and putting it together. It's actually funny because we were talking about the Ebel mm-hmm. uh, caliber last podcast, and this is the Omega 1040 caliber. So it's almost the same. It's an er- I think it's an earlier version of that. It's based on the Lemania as well, automatic. So it's it's got a very similar 
mechanism. Just little differences, I think, because of its age and mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's still got that center minute recorder, you know. But the automatic isn't as awkward as that Ebel Ebel was. <laughs> it's just so awkward. But this is just seems a bit like it's a bit uh, more robust. So I don't know why exactly Ebel changed it up. Just little things like like the way the uh, the date mechanism engages in the second position. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But no, it's a, it's a gorgeous watch. The, it's in great shape. Yeah, and talking about gorgeous watches, we posted uh, some video and pictures of, uh, mm-hmm. of a rather interesting watch, I thought, this, uh, this week that, mm-hmm. that we got in, which was the, uh, the Autodromo Corsica. Yeah. Yeah. Or as those in London might say, Corsica. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But, you know, say no more. Uh, what a what a surprise watch uh-huh. that actually was. Uh-huh. Um, that was a really fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing it when I was down in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just, you know, just, just my eyes being really open and going, wow. Okay. You know, and then there's there's been a lot of a, a lot of interest mm-hmm. ar- uh, around that particular watch, and my wife loves it. Yeah. Mary loves that watch. She's like, "Can I have one?" Yeah, you know. Oh, I love that watch too. That's a uh, that one really knocks it out of the park for me. I mean, I like the Group Bs. Yeah, I do. I think it's a killer watch. Great design, and I've I've liked them. But for some reason, this one just like it just got right through to me. It was like, what? It's, yeah. It's something really sweet about it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like the throwback colors, like the, the, you know, the pale blue and the fuchsia. Yeah. You know, like it's very, it's very hipster, very, very uh, Montreal hipster kind of. You know. But you know what? It 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 seems outrageous when you first look at it. Yeah. But when you actually get it on your wrist with the right clothing. Sure. Man, I think does, it's a, that is that 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 is just. Like, I think it's a great it's summer watch. It's a great it's summer watch. It's really it's a fun watch. It is really fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So if you haven't thought about it, people, you know, you you you've got to find a way to actually see this watch because it presents so differently in person yeah. than 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 what you see in in the pictures. And if you can't if you can't think of what you'd ever wear with it, the blue shirt, something white. Yeah, just make that watch pop, and and uh, you're back into the Miami Vice feel. I think it could be one of those. You know how watches we talked about watches as accessories to what you're wearing. Yeah, you can almost like accessorize what you're wearing, wearing to, the watch. To, to the watch. Yeah, yeah. What? How <laughs> <laughs> about that? It's amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, I, you know, I. It was so lucky that I I did actually happen to have a pair of white jeans and a blue shirt. <laughs> Of course uh, it did. The blue shirt that I actually got for uh, for a Normos event when uh, oh, yeah. uh, that we did at Granville Island for, for the release that, of that the... Hat. You had that, you had like an Aussie hat on too. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. But, oh my God, yeah, I even had the clothing for it, being the uh, the 80s kid that right. I am. So, uh, so what do you think about their marketing for this watch? You know what, I love, you know, I loved it. Yeah. In a, in, 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 in a, in a word or two words, three words. Um, I, loved it. No, I, um, I think um, I think the most interesting part about that that marketing, the advertising, the imagery for that mm-hmm. was the lit cigarette. Yeah, I think 
I think for most people that actually stopped and recognized that fact, sure. it was it was most definitely well, a. Uh, yeah a change well it's pretty like i mean i don't think it's it was it's on their website on yeah uh that image so if you go to autodomo website you'll see that i think if it's still up probably yeah it but is, i don't yeah. know if it's in the outside market like i don't know legally if they can if they can have a cigarette to advertise their product yeah i like, uh, i don't know but it it it, it fits it fits yeah. the oh, it era fits the era of the uh the watch uh, 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 being a group B, it's it's just uh, it's just absolutely stunning. stunning. Really, really yeah. is, yeah. And um, yeah, so so we had that, and then then we had another bracelet watch come in, right? Um, the Nomos, the the, uh, the the yeah, the uh, the Nomos. Yeah, watch. I did a little I did a little video review on that on on our Instagram. If you want to see the the bracelet, you can check me ramble on about it on the. Instagram, yeah. and that was fantastic. That's too. a cool bracelet. Yeah, people... I mean th- these facets. It's similar to the to the Group B bracelet, where you got these these sharp facets on yeah. the, on the bracelet. And I like it. I like that it's a newer kind of style. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's a it's it seems like it's I don't know how is it an older style or is it fairly new? Like, can I can you think of old older bracelets with that kind of? No, I can't. But kind of the... like panels where it's like. The flat yeah. panels, right? I got, I yeah, I gotta say it. It 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 reminds me of um, a mirror ball. Mm-hmm. You know those uh, disco eighties disco balls. Yeah. Oh, and it re- does reflect like it really grabs the light nice. Yeah. 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 That that watch would look great in a club. It really would. I bet you it would glow the under black light. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would just be gnarly. <sighs> See, I used an eight. Is that's an eighties? That is uh, an eighties. It would be rad. Rad. Yeah. Yeah, that was just awesome. Yeah, I just yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love both of those. Uh, really, it's exciting. Really, really cool. I like I like Autodrome a lot, and I especially like the new the, the stuff he's putting out lately. Yeah, it's really cool. <coughs> so, yeah. So um, yeah, why why don't we uh, take take that cue and 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 sort of jump into uh, the meat and to, potatoes to the meat and potatoes <coughs> and talk about. Um, those counterfeit, uh, counterfeit contraband so, watches. I think we, when we started kind of doing research on this, we kind of noticed or we kind of thought about just the word counterfeit, how it's kind of the word hasn't been in vogue even. People aren't saying counterfeit. People are changing. Now they're saying replica. They're saying homage. You know, well, homage is a different thing. Homage is, yeah. you, can, you can market your own watch and make it, in homage of in, in homage else. of something, but else. then there's yeah. like there's fake, there's replica, and there's counterfeit. Yeah, and that, that that's <clears throat> interesting in itself that that word hasn't been used very much because mm-hmm. counterfeit really does press that that button that that sends up the that, that puts the red light on that goes illegal, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and yeah. and. Whenever there's something illegal like that, there's something else that's shady and dark kind of attached to it. We can get into that in a minute. But let's talk about the word for a second because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's kind of a, a 14th century take. Uh, it, it, it sort of started in the 14th century in, in, in France, the, 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 the two words. There's a little bit of Latin in it 
at that point, being contra or contra, uh, which is against, and uh, faire or fay, uh, meaning as the verb to do. Yeah. So to do against. So it, it really has that kind of heavy overtone to it. You're doing something against something. Right. Right. And, um, and that's just followed through to, to, to modern times. You know, right. you, know, you know what it was like way back then, you know, British people, you know, going, going over, you know, to, to, to France and hearing these words and then thinking they're in vogue and then coming back to the England and then it kind of gets bastardized when, when they're back there. Um, but that's basically it. It's uh, uh, counterfeit, um, and it's it, it's a it's a it's a nasty business. It really right. is. Well, it, it it's definitely gotten worse. I think if I look at sort of like if I think of counterculture or I think of counter, you know, things like that, punk rock, these mm-hmm. things that are sort of like against the the status quo of things. You're sort of you're like I don't like how this is done, so I'm gonna do do it against go against it, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that if that applies necessarily to nowadays to to counterfeit to fake. Uh, maybe in like I don't know like for me when I first started getting watches, it was really like why like I under, I see the the allure of spending a fraction of the price on something that looks the same. You know, you like a style of something. Yeah. And you're like, well, why, don't, why would I spend five grand on something when I can get it for, go to New York and Chinatown and get it for 50 bucks? It looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I? You know, and this is a culture that that is an interesting thing that we don't talk about. We don't have a, a, a good conversation with about this generally with people being like, mm. that your money is is your is your vote in how the world works. Yeah. And if you're... And if yeah, you, it's very well said. Yeah. Honestly, it's, yeah, it's very true. Yeah. If you don't look at to where your money goes, as you, as you, like you spend your time getting it. Yeah. And then you don't look where it goes. It, it resonates. It's it like, you know, it, it has an effect. And this is the thing that as we, as I've gotten into watches, obviously, I've learned more about what the industry of, of replica, fake, counterfeit watches are. Yeah. And it's it's a hard it's a hard nasty thing, man. It really is. So, I guess the uh, the first very very obvious question is um, why would you buy a fake? Right. Why would you buy a counterfeit watch? Right. Well, it's ignorance. I think is the, is is one reason. Mm-hmm. Like I said when I started getting into it, I was like, why, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know the effect or the business that is counterfeit right because i think i think nowadays there i mean people are buying counterfeit watches knowing full well that they're counterfeit mm-hmm. now there there's there, there there is the the case where you, you want to fool somebody where where you're fool you you've been fooled <coughs> or into been this fooled. Right, right. and we'll we'll get into that in a minute because i mean there are people that are producing um watches that will can very clearly fool people right and that is their intention and that's their and that main point of pride even uh point of pride to be able to to create um a a replica uh, a clone of 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 a particular movement and case 
um, not necessarily, it, it, it may not, it, its intent may not be there to actually sell it as the real thing, but the intent is there so that the purchaser can actually fool other people right. when they're wearing it. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that aspect of it. So, so there's two sides of that coin. It's the intent to, to fool the purchaser into buying something. And there's the intent that the purchaser is going to use that product to potentially fool somebody else into believing that it really is real and it's on their wrist. Yeah. And that's the, to me, if, if, if that's your intention is to try to make other people think you are not who you are being like, I am, I can afford this watch. My status is so much. I put my money here. I can afford this watch. If, if people have that intention, that that's really sad to me, you know, that that's what they want to come across. They want people to think that there's something they're not. Right? Very clearly. But this is, I think this is, this, this talks to a, a, a much bigger general problem in society nowadays, yeah. where we see, this just came up in, in, in the news just recently this week too, about influencers. Influencers, it was about an ice cream company. Yeah. And yet there was a, uh, a fair, I, I don't know who this, this person was, but uh, it was a, an influencer, an, an Instagram influencer that went into an ice cream shop and was trying to get free ice cream and said, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tag you and I'll include you in a post on my thing. And, and basically the owner of the shop said, well, ultimately it's going to cost you double now and totally pushing back on, on, on the influencer uh -huh. going, Hey, come on. So I think there's, that we might be getting into this stage where people are starting to push back on that kind of thing now. Mm. Um, and so tying that in with, with um, um, counterfeit watches or watches that, that have been that built designed. as clones yeah. to fool people. I think there needs to be, I think there needs to be some, some, some pushback there right. um, because it's, it's big. This is this is huge. This is big underground business uh, that's going on now. There was um, uh, an article from 2017 that that Houdinki wrote, where they made reference to an article that was written specifically on um, uh, the counterfeit culture and goods. Um, mostly relating to bags and stuff like that, but but watches Shoes, come in there yeah um but there was you know that they referred to um uh, a statistic from 2015 that 1.77 trillion um dollars are spent in the global trade on in 2015, uh, in 2015 on uh, counterfeit products that that's that's so huge to put that into perspective uh at in that year that that was either equal to or bigger than the gdp of brazil mm -hmm. that's stunning that's stunning now what's happening with all that money what's happening with that with those trillions of dollars and this is where it starts to get into kind of a, a, a shady area because that other articles went on to to show that you know there was um there there were direct links into um, purchases for weapons and, and stuff like that that sure. actually went into the Charlie uh, Hebdo 
um, right. They mass counter, counterfeit, counterfeiters making money well, to buy to buy, to, to buy to, to, where those guys are selling selling this stuff to yeah, to yeah. actually buy sure. guns and that uh, so that that's on a on a very outward sense but then right. you're looking at what it what it is to produce these items um, and where they're actually being produced and and how they're being produced right. is uh, um, as nefarious right. disturbing yeah it, it you know when, well, what was it that, that specifically about the the factories that are making these products those same factories fill their quotas from these luxury brands and then they just keep the machines going and then they just keep making more stuff and selling them so those made exactly the same way same machining processes to make counterfeit stuff yeah absolutely crazy there's there's that yeah. um, which and and sort of then the the conditions in which these workers in in these countries are actually uh, forced to, to, to do their work right. I mean I mean there were reports of you know documents being withheld so people couldn't actually go and get Legit, another job no. somewhere yeah. else there's you know the, you, you know the typical stuff that you've heard reported upon uh, for, for sweatshops and child labor right uh, uh, stuff like that which is which is really bad um, which is really not just bad it's 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 unconscious heartbreaking um, but that's that leads to what I think you you said these reports that we've heard that we've all heard right we all we've all heard about it but what why why then why are we still buying and supporting this right. hubris in some ways, right. especially for people that are spending large amounts of money on clones, right. right? Where, you know, everything's being cloned from the case to the dial to the, uh, a movement where the watch is being sold for upwards of a thousand dollars US. Right. Because right. the machining of it is challenging and technology has just moved that way yeah. to to enable it right right um that, that that type of thing happens and people are willing to to pay that kind of money not thinking about all the knock-on effects from this yeah now you know i'm i'm not i'm not going to get into a into a conversation here about you know costs of of watches and stuff like that and and how bigger brands uh, and the price of watches are, are, are really high, and if if these people can make clones at that, that particular price, I mean that's 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 a whole other separate conversation. But just just the mere facts mm. that you know that these products are out there, and people are willing to put a watch on their wrist and pay that that kind of money when you can go out and buy many watches for for a thousand dollars US. Yeah, many great. That, that are really legit. And, like and the, just the, as beautiful, and and yeah, it it, it then boils down back or goes back down back towards that that sense of hubris and that sense of just like of, of trying to impress people to think that you're something that you're not. Yeah, really, really. yeah. I think I know, and this this is coming off potentially a bit preachy, but right. you know the, the but the thing here is 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 the are the are the underlying aspects of all of this i think um, right. the the fact that there's fraud involved yeah. um the fact that 
you know, some companies are, are willingly turning a blind eye potentially because they're earning plenty of money on on this on transactions yeah. in in transactional costs. So where where it is an online cultural thing where you can actually be able to buy a counterfeit watch and because it's not being brought into the country in bulk it's actually slipping under the radar in single shipments right right mm -hmm. so i mean this benefits the shipping companies yeah right fedex ups whoever you know they're not going to the, they're the, not going to the, do anything about the, it yeah. the the national uh, ship uh, postage companies for each country right. you know they they can't see it right, right? but they, they do benefit in some ways because it's going through their system. They're it's taking... just the fluid. It's just money circulating. It doesn't matter on what it is. It's just money going in and out. You know? Yeah. But but when you when there is a counterfeit good there, if a company, an online service, turns a blind eye to it because, or tends to turn a blind eye to it because they're actually earning fees out of it, right. that, that, that then sort of, that it becomes it's very diabolical, really. Well, it's you know, also it's it's it's, just, it's the separation that that corporations often have, where there's all these different layers of separation from from who's responsible, right? You know, it's like oh, what like nobody wants to take responsibility for it because it's a, it's a collective responsibility, right? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's upsetting. My question is like, what's next though, when it comes to, as a watch lover, you know, the, the future of, of, of watchmaking and like watch purchasing, like if you like vintage watches and you want to buy a real watch, like because the, the, the counterfeiting is getting so good, what, where's the insurance? Where's the, like, what, what's the step to ensure what we're getting is And on all some of these parts part for part exchangeable right. and that yeah. that then brings up a whole a whole other thing where now can you right. really be so sure right and, and i'll play devil's devil's advocate at this point and then it's just like well if these big companies are not allowing parts to get out into the mainstream right so the are they not feeding into the are they the not feeding into it uh, well, you know, a whole other thing isn't it yeah it is so so in many ways, it, it pushes back on those brands to actually go, well, screw it. Maybe we need to open this up a little bit more so that people are, are actually using real parts as opposed to cloned, cloned parts, parts into their real watches. To, to put into to, to their real watches. Well, so, that's the thing, too. It's like, for example, if, if you send, maybe in 10 years from now, you send a watch back to Rolex and it's been serviced and a fake part is being put into that part or into that watch and then they service that watch and they don't discover that fake part because it's perfect right like how yeah. how are they then they're playing into that as well then they would be playing into that as well sort of like perpetuating yeah because they don't have control because it's going to get to a point where these guys are manufacturing the parts exactly and there's no there will be no way to tell because it's going to be exactly the same yeah i mean rolex is very guarded on their manufacturing processes extremely yeah. but it's almost like the fact that they're so guarded makes people that much more interested. Yeah, and, and this is the whole point. I mean, these these companies that are making clones are bragging about their... How well they're doing. Uh, uh, 
yes and and how how they're going back through the, en the engineering process where they're taking these watches apart and you know analyzing the materials and cloning the materials yeah right to be able to do this so i th it, you know it, it, it certainly is a precursor to a dilemma here for some of the bigger companies um as to what's going on, but uh, but more importantly, I think it's it's about tracing the money, where the money is going uh, when you're buying a fake watch, sure. and and sure. this 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 brought up totally. this other point in one of these articles where you know it, it, they made it very very clear that these kinds of cases when they're brought forward for finding. Um, uh, a, a fake watch or a, uh, or a, a, um, a counterfeit vendor, there's very little emotional resonance to actually prosecute it, right? No one's really, uh, is it really worth the time? That, you know, people aren't really thinking that it's not really tugging at anything emotional. In well, this is, this is what I'm saying about how there's all these levels of separation that we put in between, yeah. in between actually like, taking a fake watch out of a kid who's handcuffed to a to a table's hands yeah yeah it, it, exactly and i think this this is the key thing you know this is this is you know the watch business is a business that's built on emotion totally you know and when you think about that and you think about that emotional connection that you get when when actually making that 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 personal purchase of a watch yeah right as uh, you know because it is a lot of money you know for a, for a for a, 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 a real valid timepiece yeah. um it's a, it can be a lot of money and it's an emotional thing you go out there you do your homework you're searching for it you you're going between brands you you're seeing which one is releasing that dopamine that's giving you the high as soon as you see it right to then to then really give you that emotional connection to the timepiece yeah. and they buy it and it's on your wrist yeah. do you get that when you actually truly think of the underlying foundation of a of a uh, a counterfeit watch no definitely not there's got to be that that, that well, there's side there, of it that, well, it's, it's that's, the, that's it, nagging you at that well, point it's that high that you get from fooling somebody yeah it's that high you get away that that you feel from getting away with something you know oh i got them fooled oh this looks exact this is gonna fool my boss or gonna fool my friends yeah. and then and then you're just like oh but i only paid a fraction oh my god i'm so smart I just yeah. got away with it. Oh my goodness! You know, it's yeah, sure. Because if you if you're willing to do that to get a job, what else are you willing exactly. to do? Exactly. You know, it, it's knock on effects. I'm not trying to say everybody's an evil person. What I'm what I'm what I'm, you know, it's 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 about it's it's about what you can afford. Blah blah blah. But if you can afford to buy a counterfeit watch. Then maybe you should be thinking about affording to buy something in your affordability range right. that you can wear proudly on your wrist and be very genuine about it, yeah. and just go, yeah, you know what, we, you know what's really interesting. 
this week, and you saw this, Howie, was that we have a we, we have a, a, a an absolutely lovely customer that comes in uh, every once in a while, and uh, this fellow has has a lot of means, right? And he brings in two Timex watches, and they're almost identical. And he brings them into his like, can you change the batteries on these? But more importantly, you know, these are the and he's turning around t- telling us these are the watches I travel with because I don't want to be, I, d- I don't want to be targeted, right? right. Uh, with a nicer piece and stuff like that. So he's like, but, but the important thing here is, can you just disable the alarm on this stuff because it's driving my wife nuts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like he's not wearing. Uh, um, uh, a counterfeit Rolex. no they're not fake they weren't fake Rolexes to travel with yeah no that's yeah and that is beautiful that that I you know that's like you know he can afford the he can afford to put a counterfeit watch on and if he gets ripped I, off his I, wrist I, and stuff like that but he's not going to do that he, he's sure. going to put on well, something that flies completely under the radar that's a really funny that's because I, I keep hearing this the idea of that's why I got I have a counterfeit it's because I don't want to wear my real one when I'm in situations that's crazy to me that's totally insane because you're going to attract attention one way or the other yeah, if you're yeah. worried about that in the first place then yeah. <laughs> but, but you don't want to actually lose your real one you want to still get mugged and still have someone point a gun at you to take your watch that's a fake like you're okay with that as long as you're not losing your real watch Is that- imagine imagine the psychological devastation to a person that actually has their wrist macheted to get a fake, fake. Ooh, Ooh, that yeah. hurts <laughs> that's a that'll leave a mark you know yeah. right then then it makes you rethink <laughs> the whole thing you're like i wish it was the real one yeah yeah at that point because i lost a hand to it at least you got a you got a story there right instead of this yeah <laughs> You know the uh, counterfeit anonymous. Yeah, I I, I wore the watch, and uh, now I've got a hook. Um, that's you know, that's really funny. <laughs> anyway, on uh, on that note, on that note, I think we can uh, we can draw this one to an sure. end, and we can let our listeners uh, comment comment, and uh, we'd love comments, people. Yeah. Like, please, like, we, we send, send them in. We haven't got a lot. I mean, maybe uh, yeah. Let us know what you think. You know, yeah. Send, send it however however you can. You know, if if you've yeah. got a comment, um, put it on uh, on SoundCloud where these podcasts actually emanate, or you know, we do put a post Instagram, up right? on Instagram when we put out a new uh, um, podcast. Um, comment there. Put, comment there because then we get to get to actually see it, and you know, it would be absolutely brilliant to be able to uh, to reply to those things and. Sure. And make that conversation. connection. It's conversation. And conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Internet conversation can be a nice thing. Absolutely. It'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, people, thank you so much for spending uh, your your valuable time with us to listen to this crazy rant. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back at you very shortly with a new topic. Sure. Uh, which is going to be chronometry. Totally. See you then. <laughs>